Gates commits 400 million to test new TB vaccine on thousands in Africa, in Africa and South Asia. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Well and Welcome Trust have unveiled plans to fund a phase three clinical trial for a tuberculosis TB vaccine. Testing for the long-awaited vaccine will begin next year on 26,000 human guinea pigs in Africa and Southeast Asia and will take four to six years to complete. The Gates Foundation has committed $400 million to the trial and welcome the largest funder of medical research in the UK and one of the largest in the world has committed an additional $150 million. The Defender reports the trials will test the M72AS01 vaccine developed by pharmaceutical giant GSK, formerly GlaxoSmithKline, with partial funding from the Gates Foundation. Experts told Washington Post the news was huge. The Guardian heralded the announcement as game-changing, while Stat called it promising. But Brian Hooker, PhD, PE, Senior Director of Science and Research for the Children's Health Defense and Self-Defense told the Defender that the planned trials for the TB vaccine raised red flags. I'm concerned that they're planning on conducting the trial in underdeveloped nations, Hooker said. It seems almost prototypical that the underserved have to be guinea pigs for the rest of the world. He added 50% in is incredibly low efficiency for such an important intervention to go essentially to go to essentially everyone in develop in the developing world. Tuberculosis is more common among the poor. GSK developed the vaccine and ran smaller proof of concept phase 2B trials on it in 2018, reporting a 54% efficiency rate, but the vaccine maker didn't move forward with the large-scale trials needed for a license. Instead, it passed the license to the Gates Medical Research Institute, a nonprofit biotech spinoff of the Gates Foundation dedicated to developing novel biomedical interventions to prevent, to treat global health problems. The existing vaccine for TB, the BCG Basil Calmetti-Gurin vaccine, was developed in 1921 and is effective at stopping TB infection among children, but has limited efficiency in adults. Recent estimates suggested up to 25% of the global population carries a latent asymptomatic TB infection, which may later become active among 5 to 15% of latent carriers. People with latent infection cannot spread the disease. TB kills 1.6 million people per year, primarily in low and middle income countries. It is treatable and curable with antibiotics. Drug resistant strains has emerged, but those also are treatable and curable using second line drugs. TB is more common among poor people who are more likely to work in poorly ventilated and overcrowded conditions, suffer from malnutrition, and have more limited access to healthcare. The funded trial will test whether the experimental vaccine can prevent adolescent and adults with latent tuberculosis from developing systems. Mazir Davajinji, PhD Associate Director of the McGill International TB Center, a WHO collaborating research center and recipient of large-scale Gates Foundation grants, told Stat the vaccine was a really big deal. But he also cautioned against putting too much faith in the earlier GSK trials in that 
the trial, 39 people, 26 in the placebo group and 13 in the vaccine group became sick. So the sample size was extremely low, he said. And no one knows how long protection might last, he said. In the earlier trial, 67% of the people in the group that received the drug made unsolicited reports of adverse events within 30 days after injection compared to with the 40% in the placebo group. Gates Foundation funding like working the funding is like working in a cartel. The Gates Foundation is one of the largest funders of global health initiatives and its influence on international health policy and the design of global health programs and initiatives is profound. The last slant report in 2000, reported in 2009. Since then, its influence has grown substantially, according to the Anne Emanuel Brin SCD, professor and, care, and chair of the Dalla Lana School of Public Health at University of Toronto. This is a problem. The BMGF, Gates Foundation, embag of elite interest in contemporary society, disregards the underlying causes of ill health in the first place, overlooks what role the unprecedented accumulation of wealth in the hands of a few have played therein, and recently fiercely proudly staking a moral high ground of its generosity and technical save, um, savior fare, all the while remaining under-scrutinized by scientists and the wider public alike. Her research outlined how Gates Foundation's profits-making principles are drivers of policy, have given business interests an enormous and unprecedented role in driving international policymaking. Despite the manifold shortcomings of, the of a technology-focused disease-by-disease approach to global health, this model prevails at present, abetted by the BMGF prime way at formal global health decision-making bodies, she wrote. In a recent article examining the role of the Gates Foundation in global health, University of London professor Guillaume David Blunt, PhD, wrote that the foundation has been widely criticized for not following data-driven policies. Its preference of, for technology and new vaccines fails to acknowledge that morality is often driven by lack of basic resources such as sanitation, housing, and nutrition, Blunt wrote. While people may benefit from clinical solutions, he wrote, a public health intervention such as ensuring access to clean water and sanitation may reduce deaths more quickly and with less expense. Instead, he wrote, the Gates Foundation influence has helped move global health towards high-tech vaccine-focused initiatives. Basically, they don't give a damn about, you know, focusing on the things that cause poverty, like, you know, Things like food short, like, you know, government uh, crookedness, you know, things like that. They're not focusing on nutrition. They're not focusing on, you know, making sure these people in these poor parts of the world are able to fend for themselves. They're focused on using them as guinea pigs. Okay. And they don't follow, they don't even follow proper protocol. All right. That's the issue here. I'll read it again. All right. Grim David Blunt wrote that the foundation has widely been criticized for not following data-driven policies. Its preference for technology and new vaccines fail to acknowledge that mortality is often driven by lack of basic resources such as sanitation, housing, and nutrition. Okay. Blunt wrote, while people may benefit from clinical solutions, he wrote, a public health intervention such as access, ensuring access to clean water and sanitation may reduce deaths 
more quickly and with less expense. Okay. Instead, he wrote, the Gates Foundation's influence has helped move global global health towards high-tech vaccine-focused initiatives. In debates over how to approach global health at the GAVI, the Vaccine Alliance, he reported Bill Gates has vehemently insisted that not one cent of his money should go into public systems. Hmm. But I thought he was, you know, one of the good guys. Atria Kalshi, PhD, former head of the WHO's malaria program, compared the Gates Foundation's funding to working in a cartel with researchers locked into the agenda of a foundation with a closed internal process and, as far as can be seen, accountable to no other, no buddy but themselves. Even the Lancelin published a similar critique of Gates back in 2009. Important health programs are being distorted by large grants from the Gates Foundation. Dr. Richard Horton editor-in-chief wrote in an editorial. That's basically it. They want to use people for guinea pigs for the next pandemic. Okay? That's basically what it is. Countries in Africa and South Asia, all right, Southeast Asia, are going to be used for what type of disease they could come up with. And if the disease can kill enough people, create a vaccine and start the whole madness all over again with the lockdowns.